2: This is the Silver and Black podcast with R R in the morning.
1: for
0: three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA.
2: It's the Silver and Black podcast with R R in the
0: morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star podcast network at sasportstar.com. Now. Here are the guys.
2: But every day at 7 o'clock, we do the same thing because that's what we do well. We talk San Antonio Spurs. It is silver and black time. The Spurs, uh, in the um, middle of a three-game road swing through Chicago down to Dallas, Chicago, three-quarters of rather uh, average basketball. And that's saying something for a San Antonio Spurs team. A, a fourth-quarter collapse for lots of reasons. Wimby didn't show, or at least didn't play much, only seven points last night. And um 22 minutes. 22 minutes. He had just, he's coming off setting a record uh, for an NBA teenager with eight straight double doubles, I believe was the record that he set as a teen uh, coming off an off game or game off, uh, dealing with some ankle soreness last night. I didn't see him limping, but he certainly didn't feel 100%. I don't, I didn't see that. What? Him not feeling 100%. You don't, well, he didn't look 100%.
3: I mean, he didn't play 100% in terms of just, but I think part of that is just the herky-jerkiness of this offense and trying to find its identity and who it needs to go to and who it needs to run through. Like I, I never see consistently similar offense week in, week out, or night in, night out from the San Antonio Spurs in terms of who they want to be. It's like they're searching for something new every game.
2: Well, they're certainly not changing what we believe needs to be changed. In pregame, Pop talked about his team, the herky jerkiness, his big player uh, prep and growth, and all the things that go into a team that's lost uh, twenty-one of twenty-two games.
1: You know, we actually showed him uh, the, the rookie years of guys like LeBron, KD, uh, Anthony Davis, some other people, and they had tough initial years also, uh, because they were top picks and didn't go to experienced teams. Uh, And he's in that same situation. David and Timmy had it a lot more uh, amenable to uh, understanding and improving more quickly, probably. Uh, Victor's going to do it a lot more by hit and miss uh, and by the time he spends on the court. But he's not going to get a lot of counsel from. Uh, veteran leaders on what's going on on the court. Uh, so we're spending a lot of time uh, with film, uh, showing him uh, other players that have gone through the league uh, with their, I mean, you know, Kevin McHale's post moves or uh, Michael and Kobe's rocker steps. You know, things like that That uh, we, we didn't do that with Tim Duncan or David Robinson. Uh, So, uh, we're trying to fill up uh, his computer, so to speak, with uh, experience uh, because there aren't going to be people on the court doing that for him. So, it is a different situation. Luckily, uh, he has a a similar character, uh, high IQ. Uh, He understands the game. Uh, He just has to spend time on the court because he has no idea who he's guarding, or who's guarding him. You know, until he goes through the cycle uh, and figures it out.
2: Uh, that's Coach Pop pregame talking about his team specifically, Wimby, and how they're getting him through this season. And there's so much in there that I appreciate, but also that angers me.
3: All right, let's start with what angers you because I've got, I've, I've got an issue with a lot of Spurs fans right now and their anger and vitriol towards this team. Well.
2: I'm mad because he's telling us exactly what we know, that this is a team that is not of the caliber that uh, mm-hmm. Tim landed on. And certainly, well, uh, David didn't land on a great team, but he landed on a better team. Tim landed on a very, very good team. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, yeah, it's completely different. The, the the David situation, I think, is a little bit more applicable. Uh, when you tell me, well, he doesn't have the veteran leadership on the team to guide him. Mm-hmm. Well go get it. We know that has worked in the past. If 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 we're gonna be losing like this, and when you talk about the rest of the team like they're trapped, like you know, Tim had it better and David had it better, look at who Victor's got. That feels like what, what Pop is saying. Like he's here and there's so little on the court with him to help him get better that I mm-hmm. have to go to video i got to go to the library to go find Kevin McHale highlights? Well, I thought Tim Duncan was a coach of note right around the corner. Isn't he around helping? And, and can't we go get a, a veteran to maybe work him out in practices to kind of help him in, in games? Because what, what's that going to mean? We only lose by 30 instead of 25 because we got, went with an old guy? I, I don't get the point. Plan- I understand what you're telling me. But the plan could include an entirely different path and we get to the same way, same place. You're telling me the team's that bad that we don't have anybody to help him get better? Mhm. So we have to use video. Mhm. Well, why don't you go get some guys to help him get better? Well, the problem is and this is
3: the issue with Spurs fans I have right now is The microwave society of this team has never experienced losing. Y'all have never had to deal with it.
2: Uh, Well, not recently.
3: You've never had to deal with it. Even when you were losing in the playoffs, you were losing in the playoffs. Like Y'all never missed the playoffs two consecutive years in a row in franchise history until just recently.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: That is... A a spoil of spoils that people will never know, in terms of every organization goes through a lull, a down period. Well, they got what they got the end goal. They trade away Dejounte, they trade away Derek White, they trade away Jakob Purtle, and this was the end goal, and they got it. But this guy isn't Tim Duncan or David Robinson. He's not a guy in which. This is the NBA. You're a big man. This is how you play. He is this alien that they weren't sure what to expect with him or how to fit pieces around him. So their idea going into this season was let's, let's see what fits before we make any rash decisions and reevaluate this at the end of the year. Or maybe at the trade deadline or whatever it may be. But let's see what Wimby is on the court before we decide too harshly how to build around him and put pieces that don't fit and commit a whole bunch of money and draft equity that doesn't fit with his skill set. Right now they're figuring out what Wimby is.
2: They're trying to figure out
3: what fits around him, and I think they're going to build from there.
2: Didn't they already extend a couple of these cats? I think they've made some decisions that you're thinking they're waiting on. The only cat they extended was Trey and Devin this offseason. Okay, so Devin's committed. Let's hear from Devin real quick. Devin actually uh, talked about this team and how they are actually uh, working to get better, and this is actually a glimmer of hope.
0: I think just being a, being a team, uh, being a young team, we got to be able to know each other's strengths. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Wimby at seven five, we got to see him. You know, when he's down there and whether he's posting up or if he's feeling early, we got to see him. Um, you know, If Jeremy's posting a smaller guard, we gotta know that that's a mismatch. We gotta know that we can get it to him. Like if I'm open at the three point line, if I'm open sometimes, like we just gotta get it there. Like we gotta just be able to play to each other's strengths. So I feel like sometimes we might dribble one or two more times. And now instead of Wimby being open on a lob, now they crack down to him and now he's not open. Or if we over dribble it, now I'm not open on the three or whatever the case may be. And now instead of it being a good shot, it's a contested shot. And now it's a long rebound. We're trying to get back on transition and it just trickles down from there, from there, from there. So I feel like at the end of the day, we just really gotta, Understand each other like we got to understand. I mean, we don't play 20 something games now. I feel like we should have more and a better understanding. And um, that's not, I mean, it, it's on all of us and we just got to be better.
1: There's no, no quick fix. You just got to keep getting to know each
0: other. Um, I feel like there's flashes. I feel like we have flashes here and there. I think that for consistently, we got to, as a team, we got to play better for 48 minutes. Let's just put it that way. Obviously.
2: And the point being with him, at least he sees the problem and and he acknowledges they should be better. This is a team you can say, James, that we're not used to winning or losing, losing. like this and we're you know rebuilding takes time. What team in the world gets worse when you add wimby what I mean at, at its most fundamental basic, how on earth? Did you get worse?
3: A team that stripped everything away.
2: Everything away to get him. We didn't strip everything away. We didn't. What are you talking about? What 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 was stripped away from last year? I'm just talking about Jacob from last, last year's bad. So you're saying we lost Jakob and we added Wimby and the net is a negative? See, that's what fans like... We look at this and we go, I get you, Devin. You got to learn each other. But even Devin goes, man, we should be better. We, yes. We should be better. But he also talks about understanding how to play it's with been Wendy. 22 games they've been practicing together since October. This is not building Rome. This is five guys learning to play basketball together. It ain't that hard. They should be better, and they're not. And no matter how we sugarcoat this victory, he doesn't have help. Well, that's one problem. The other problem is you guys can't find him. You even admitted it, Devin. When 7-5 is in the paint, we got to find him. We know that this Sohan experiment hasn't worked. We know. Well, I don't need 30 more games to tell me that this is never, ever going to work. Not now, not next year, not ever. Will it in flashes? Sure, it'll fill a gap. But we knew that five games ago. We knew that 10 games ago. We knew that 15 games ago, that Jeremy at some point can run point guard. We've none learned nothing new. So as we sit now, mm-hmm. we blow another fourth quarter, give up 37 points in the fourth. I don't know how. We're yet again justifying, well, Wimby's having to watch some tape. Because mm-hmm. we don't have the guys around him to get him better. Mm-hmm. That's what you're telling me. And we're having to evaluate, and he's having to go through this cycle because he doesn't have any veteran guys around him. Well, go get the damn veterans. We're not, I'm obviously ready to wait. I'm obviously ready to wait this year or next year or whatever it takes. But if you're telling me we have to do something different because we haven't built the team in an appropriate manner, well, then fix it. Fix it. Go get a dude, an old guy that's willing to do it. Or something akin to that. Don't tell me how we get better. You know, on a plane, he watches Kevin McHale YouTubes. He's watching... What's the... the, How do you fix it in December 24th? You fix it with little things every day. And you're telling me there's not a guy here to help. You're having to watch video of Kevin McHale. Yes,
3: there's not a guy here. Name the vet that can help. Name the vet that can help. How about anybody other
2: than what we got here? How about anybody else? Anybody who's 10 years who's willing to come, you're telling me that you know he's having to go through more because it was easier with Tim and David because they had talent around him. Well, what the hell will we got here? We don't have any talent. I was told we had some first-round draft picks. I was told we had Devin Vassell that was an all-star candidate. I was told that Keldon was an, uh, a Team USA caliber kind of dude who's already into the second contract, who's already there, already a vet, and we keep telling him, no, he's not a vet. He's young, and no, there's not any talent.
3: No, what, uh, this is a learning experience to see what fits around Wimby. And what are, is our takeaway so far early in this season? It doesn't look like Kelvin fits very no, well. No, we know that. We so know we I don't have a I think Kelvin's on
2: the block at some point well, this year. I, everybody's on the block. There's nobody on this team who has the right to think they're safe. No one, not one. Well, not I think one. there's one. Well, we know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's coming for Malachi. N-
3: no, but the one thing I, I have learned this year, and I think that's what they were looking for. Are we building around Kevin, Devin, and Wemby as our big three? Or are we going to have to pick which one we decide we want to keep, if any of them? And I think at this point, right now, they have learned Keldon's not the guy to lead us as a, a trio the way Tim, Tony, and Manu were.
2: You know, I would agree. If we had a a quarterback that allowed us to see what our talent truly looks like, if we had a guy who could deliver the ball and run an offense that would really show me, and can Devin and Keldon and Victor work together cohesively, there's no... See, we'll not know until we figure out how to run the game or run the offense, and we don't have anybody to do that. So I don't know how good Kelden could be because, like Devin said, there have been flashes, and there have been. And I, I firmly believe that this team has taken the m- mentality that Wimby brought that is it, good, better to better to best. This guy is a willing, sharing basketball player. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're trying to share it, I, but there is a, a hindrance they're playing four and a half on five. There, there is a hindrance at the beginning of their offense. It just, and everything has flubbed up since then from that. And until they rectify that, we're not going to be able to answer some of these questions. We're going to have to continue hearing. Well, you know, we're showing him video of uh, David Robinson, which by the way, this is a, if you were giving videos to Wimby, like these are the three dudes you should copy. Mm-hmm three guys you get watch the video and i want you to take this from that guy that skill from that dude and this thing from that guy yes. and take those three things and go be great i ask you who are the videos that you offer
3: you seem to have taken an umbrage with the fact that they're showing him
2: kevin McHale highlights. No, i love the fact i think that's brilliant <laughs> i think kevin McHale has more post moves than any guy i've ever witnessed i mean uh, the brilliance. but they,
3: they can teach him more with Kevin McHale videos about the low
2: post than anybody on this roster. Dude, I've watched a lot of F1. I can't drive a race car.
3: Aren't coaches supposed to be able to coach? We don't have the... Remember, you watch they video. are supposed to be guys. able to take
2: video to... We don't have the guys. He has, we ha- he has to watch video because we don't have the guys on the team to, to teach him by hand. I mean, one of the greatest, greatest low post players of all time. Lives probably five miles from where... Victor has, but I mean, we, we have busy. to use some video. It's uh, We've reached a level of which I, I, I didn't think I'd have to get. Because I sat down in my chair this morning knowing full well this team sucks and it's next year, maybe three years. I, I've accepted that fact. But when I see that the, the Spurs are now considered so bad, that the that the next opportunity that the Spurs have to play a game against a team that by its record is literally worse, mm-hmm. that team is favored. Well, I mean that game's on the road, Rob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I like to hear what what he had to say, what Devin had to say. I appreciate what Pop had to say. But here's the bad news. Uh, how old is Wemby? He's 19 years he's 19. old. Um, he's on a pitch count. We figured how many games. I think Rudy thought 70. I kind of thought less. But 70 I thought was an appropriate number. We'll, we'll go with 70 for a rookie. Uh, he, well, it has to be what? He, he, What's the number that he, he needs to make? Uh, 68. He can only miss like 15. I, I don't Something. know. It's 15. Number, it's 15, I believe. I think they were aiming at 70. Yeah. Um. I think that's... The number. And to get there, uh there 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 is a pitch count. This is Wimby talking about his minutes.
1: Um a little bit of both, you know, it's uh but most importantly, it's um you know, my first season, my, my body adapting, you know, to the to this, so it's uh it's uh we think about the long term, you know.
2: They're thinking about the long term. And I get it. Seven points last night, ineffectual.
3: I mean, does does it help? To play Wimby 48 minutes no, and no, break him it. for the future? No, I'm
2: not, I'm not anti On a that. bad team? But again, he is only 19. 18, whatever the age is.
3: Sure, but I think if there's anything we learn, A, from the Spurs, with what happened with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker, and B, what's going on with LeBron, whether they want to admit it or not, Adam Silver, the data is in. Load management does prolong players' career. They're playing so much longer than they ever had because they're not banging up their legs as much as they used to. They're not playing meaningless minutes late in a game or in a season where all hope is lost and you're just logging minutes to log minutes. And it's prolonged these guys' careers. And if I would much rather see Wimby... With a good team in ten years, and then ten years from that, still playing at that level, then I would wasting him on uh, on three extra wins in a fifteen win season.
2: Yeah, he's got video to watch. You can, you can just you know <laughs> give him his a uh, PlayStation, his uh, what's the uh, portable handheld? What's the big one now? The, the Wii? Switch. The Switch. Give him the Switch. Let them watch some video. Play some games. Uh, but on another note, you see where the McCombs family bought back into the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, joining, you know, Gebbia, that that dude that's part of the, what is he, Airbnb? Mm-hmm. And Michael Dell and mm-hmm. all those uh, earnest partners and Victory Capital and all that. What does that tell you? Is that good news? I, I think I take that as very good news. It's a
3: way to make money.
2: Well, I think, Well, no, I'm, you know, the, the worry about all those Austin types and all that, you know, California money coming through Austin— and the expansion of the brand and the games in Austin and all that. The the mm-hmm. McCombs family, th- that certainly provides that anchor into San Antonio. The roots are deep.
3: Well, so, I mean, I, it depends how much. I mean, how much have they bought him
2: for? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, if I if wonder it, if sold.
3: it's 1% to 2% or something like that. How much say do they have in well, what happens to a friend?
2: Uh, I don't expect them to have any say. the The, the, the whole family still has managing control. Um, but it is nice to know that the anchor of the McCombs name and the you know the history in San Antonio, you know, there's always that fear that there's other teams trying to poach your guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might help in. Uh, keeping things around, and also aid in the development of a new stadium, which rumors are floating around that it's just about a done deal. That's that the, the most next, important thing. The next stadium is going to be down there where the Institute of Texan Cultures is, and I think the Macomb's name and the Coontz the Macomb name, the land development and all that plays a vital role in that. So good news. Um, it's just part of the family coming back home. I mean, I can't wait for that new stadium. You know, because- yeah, the Macombs owned the Nuggets there for a bit. Remember they did. That? Yeah, they did. Make sure you are subscribed, liked, and listening, and telling a friend. This has been our Silver and Bike podcast. We do it every day at 7. 17-